Hello and welcome to The Prime Actor with me, Rhiannon Mosson. And me, Maddie-Anne Holt. In The Prime Actor, we bring you an all-access pass to the world of acting, singing, dance, musical theatre and all that's in between. The Prime Actor is sponsored by the Anna Fiorentini Theatre and Film School, an award-winning part-time drama school with branches all over London. Check out their sister company, Stage in the City. They run performing arts courses for adults all over London and online too. We're coming to the end of 2020 and Christmas is next week. Woohoo! Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're not going to start talking about how difficult and challenging this year has been. We've all lived in it and we know that. No, instead, we want to finish the year with a sprinkle of positivity. It's been tough, but if there was ever a year that we've shown ourselves that we are far stronger and more resilient than ever, then this will be it. We've baked, we've built, we've binged our way through, and perhaps without even knowing it, we've learned lessons that we'll carry through through the rest of our lives. In today's final episode of the year, we are talking your year in review and the difference between experiences that have validated and enriched us. We learnt to look out for one another. We learnt how much we miss each other, how our friends and family are far more important than our careers and how blindly we all used to trundle from one day to the next. No doubt, once the year is over, we'll share one common mood. Tired. And that's okay. (laughs) Seriously, I can barely look at the screen. And that's okay, 2020 has been tiring, it's been tedious, it's been traumatic. It's natural that we'll want to eat, drink and sleep our way into oblivion to see out 2020. But let's find some of the good parts of 2020. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, we were going to do a a little recap of the year and I think it would be super easy to be like, yeah, it's awful, let's forget that one. But there's been some good bits, right? There has been some good bits. And I think it's fair to say that none of us got a year older. I think we can, yes. we can write it off for that. Um, but definitely there have been some good experiences that mm-hmm. we would never have had mm-hmm. without this year. Yeah. Well, do you have like a, a real highlight, your first thing? I mean, it's got to be what's just happened, really. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was thinking, um, oh, how much... Um, I think, yeah, I mean, actually, I think the way I looked at my work life and my my other life, my life life, has been the biggest thing because I, if you'd have said to me in January, you know, tell me a bit about yourself, whatever, all I would have said is just career and this is what I do and this is what I want to do and this is what I have been doing and it would all be career related. And I remember a good friend of mine was like, you have to separate your stuff, yourself from your career because otherwise that's when rejections become really personal and when you're not working like there is no you and I never got that I never got that I was like yeah well you know career is really important but this year oh man this year I'm like you know actually I've had I don't want to be that guy but I've had really good career stuff happen um because I just have completely like let go of caring yeah but do you think it's had a different impact on you or do you think it is that things aligned because of that? Yeah, I think that things aligned because of that. I think Interesting. I, I, I think that, I, I don't know. I mean, that's perhaps like a real spiritual way to look at it. But I do, I do think that. I think that I didn't ever allow myself, and I think a lot of people didn't ever allow themselves the time to stop and to be still and to be like, what's working and what's not. And and this year 
it has done that. I mean, like, I guess one of the biggest things, like, life-wise that happened was I moved out of London. Mm. You know, and I was there for 14 years. And I was like, I remember my cousin saying to me, like, years ago, you know, oh, we all lived in London and then, you know, there will come a time when, when you move out of London. And I was like, as if. That's <laughs> never going to happen. And I... And I and actually now I'm like I'm in Brighton, and I'm in London normally a lot, and uh, I kind of think you know what it's allowed me a bit of space and thinking time. Yeah. Well, you're not on your own because a million people have moved out of London. <laughs> Literally, you know, we're just here. It's just us now. Just us in our flat. There's nobody else here. <laughs> I remember when when I moved and the estate agent being like, yeah, they're there are so many of you. And I was like, what, what? And she was like, I, we cannot get rid of like the, normally it's really difficult. It's actually slowed now. I think I can see on the rental market and the housing market, it has slowed, but that time in between those two lockdowns, I mean, all that was on the motorway was removal vans. Like that was it. (laughs) What about you? What's been your biggest, I guess, achievement? I mean, surviving so far. Yes. And that's a great one. Um, But Although we're sort of saying about the difference between career and personal life, I do think it does feel like an achievement to have helped to keep a small business mm-hmm. afloat. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it's, on in all honesty, you know, there were times when maybe we wouldn't have, have kept going and sometimes it absolutely would have been easier to not keep going Mm. and so that is something I feel proud of and I feel proud of it because I think it gave hopefully gave some kind of distraction to the young people that we work with that they could still learn with us even if it was in a different way and now in the same way but that feels quite good yeah yeah and that's a huge thing I mean I mean it's a massive thing like I think, um, you know, we we mentioned there about validating and enriching experiences. And this was something that was that somebody mentioned to me like only about a month ago and has actually really changed the way I look at things that you need to have more experiences in your life that are enriching. And like, yes, it's good to have those that validate you. But like literally the only thing I would look at before the pandemic was how have I been validated by my work? And that is a really dodgy thing to do in the acting industry. <laughs> yeah, but I can see that's like a way, it, in some ways, way, makes an awful lot more sense than, for example, like my side of, of the industry and what I do. That that bit doesn't happen so much because you're often so focused on somebody mm. else's achievements. So I can see as an actor how that would sort of be a natural disposition. Mm. Yeah, but then when you rely on, on like castings or jobs to come in or whatever and then they just don't I mean actually what another a thing that I learned this year is that I don't want to do stand-up comedy huh interesting yeah I mean I mean that's good because I I I can't handle going to comedy clubs (laughs) I was wondering how do I break the news to money I don't want to see her show (laughs) I mean no I mean like when I say stand-up comedy I mean I mean, like, gigging. I mean, like, going around the country and doing a 10-minute set or a 5-minute set or a 20-minute set and then trundling all the way home and getting into bed at 3am and then it may be being a difficult audience and then you carrying that, like, adrenaline and whatever with you 
for for literally 20 minutes of your life for maybe like a couple of hundred quid and like it is a hard life and I just I kind of I was doing it because I felt like I should be doing it but actually like this is the first time I mean I was doing this before the pandemic but that I'm actually doing a subject matter that I am have lived and that I'm really um interested in and I think that when you we've said this before in the podcast that when you find your voice and you find what it is that you want to say it doesn't matter you don't need to do it all the time but especially as an actor or performer and you align with that so whatever that might be if you're writing a script or you're writing a radio play or you're doing a talk or whatever it doesn't matter how old you are I mean with um a group at one of the Hackney branches we just moved on to looking at motivational speech speeches and um at first you know the students were like oh you know I'm not I'm not too sure and then when I was going well you know they can be about one of them was like I wanted uh one of the students were like I like doing things about animals and I was like great do us talk about animals and they started doing it and they were like this is great like yeah this is this is because you found your passion yeah and use and a new way of using that is really exciting yeah. for them and, yeah and for yeah. us as, as adults for us. as well um so what's been what's a, what's something that you've learned about yourself this year um hmm that is tricky um well, I already knew I was a worrier. So this was an interesting <laughs> lesson in like how much I worry. Um, yeah. But then, you know, it's about putting it into perspective. And, and you know, I, I am still here. I've not fallen mm. apart yet. And I feel that is something. I thought the day that lockdown happened, the first lockdown, I was just scared. I was scared for my family, for my friends, mm. for my job, for, you know, and actually it's when you see that you, you can survive things and people survive way, way worse than me or you or, you know, mm. most people. So it's kind of been interesting to navigate this and... Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And also that I can cycle into central London is is something I learn about myself. Yeah. So it's interesting I don't worry about that. So yeah. the, the worry is in strange places. Yeah. I think one of the biggest things I've learned is that I'm really good on my own. Yeah, that's interesting. I never thought I I was always like no, I'm a people person. Oh no, I need I need people around all the time. And I was always living with someone and I would like desperately try and have those if I had like 10 minutes by myself I'd go like okay what can I be doing what and I ne- I couldn't I thought well if I'm alone then I don't know what really I just always thought I was kind of really scared of being alone and then that was the beginning of the year and then in the middle of the year I was like okay cool I'm gonna move into my own flat by myself <laughs> yeah this is yeah that's that's a really interesting one I mean definitely for me the thing I have missed more than anything is is people not you know Mm. the crowds on Oxford Street but like my people Mm. and the people who are important to me because I've not been able to really see them very much and that is the biggest thing I've missed so I'm but but you know we yeah there has been a lot more time alone I'm saying that in inverted commas because I do live with a partner so we've not Mm. been alone at all but we have been alone together and yeah that's a different thing again yeah um I think you were saying there about like one of the hardest things was at the beginning and I I think I'm with you on that because 
this although I had some anxiety going into the second lockdown like we'd done one I remember mm-hmm. one of the I think one of the scariest experiences for me was going into was because I was like such in a little bubble not like the bubble we're in now but like in my own bubble at the beginning and I was like this is kind of exciting and and then Edinburgh got cancelled and I was like oh this is getting less exciting and then my tv job got cancelled and I was like okay this is not fun anymore and then everything was like cancelling 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 and I was like oh my god this is what I thought was like this is what is going on was was and I guess because we've all watched (laughs) so many um you know weird action films or you know disaster films <laughs> there's a I guess. massive tidal wave coming yeah the Thames like, barrier will not stop it this time exactly like we we've all watched those kind of films and those whatever and so we kind of were like oh my god because I remember a lot of people saying I feel like I'm in a film and yeah. I did film like I felt like that I remember going into the supermarket and hearing that tannoy saying and it was right at the beginning when people were stockpiling and me just being like this is what what is going on? Like me There is a around. feeling of like observing things whilst you're mm. living in it in a way that like I the way I observe other people now is really mm. different to how mm. I ever did before. Or and I think I do observe them now, whereas perhaps I never did. Maybe I just yeah. you know, how many times have we walked past people we know and just been like Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean and also, but I think like one of the really good things that's come out is, and, and this is a kind of a community thing, is that, um, you know, people have understood what it means to serve other people. I think there's a real conscious effort across, I mean, like a general, um, you know, consensus that we need to help each other. And like, okay, yes, yeah, so not, not everyone has done it, but a feeling of like, there was so many nice little stories that came out of people you know going okay I'll do your shopping or I'll whatever you need I'll help you and if you're isolating and just in general just those kind of like human connection stories of people being like actually this is really giving me a lot I know loads of actors that took jobs in Tesco in Sainsbury's and were like it was great I learned so much yeah and the the amount of people you hear saying well I spent time with my my children that I mm. wouldn't have had that time yeah. And no, nobody would wish it under those circumstances, but they'll never do that yeah. again, I yeah. imagine, you know, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. a lot of people were saying, you know, between the lockdowns when they were lifted, they were like, oh, I really miss my kids and I really miss that really unique time that we had. I mean, yeah, I know, of course it wasn't... <laughs> wasn't ideal but you know I, I mean yeah we're got... saying this both of them without children <laughs> currently so you know I'm sure you're all like you know baking every day and having you know a great old time little apron on up six yeah. o'clock in the morning and sure. yeah no um um and I think um like I'm gonna do a really long I'm a big fan of of journaling at the end of the year I think I remember actually last year thinking ironically thinking like oh this was the worst year ever and like I didn't manage to get anything done and it was whatever and then um me you know like sitting down and journaling um and going like oh actually that's funny because I'm journaling all of these good things and there were there were good things that happened um and I think this year now more than ever that's what we're going to do we've actually got a cheeky little free download for you which we're going to put on the socials put um, a link in our bio i think that's you know put the, the link, right link in the bio lingo. yeah and exactly and 
it's a it's a free downloadable uh, Excel uh, little spreadsheet. Who doesn't love a spreadsheet? Um, where it's got some columns which encourage you to look at not only the things that validated you, but the experiences that enriched you, the lessons that you learn, and um, you know the kind of biggest takeaways from from this year. Um, and so that when we move into twenty twenty one, we kind of remember it as you know i don't want to remember it as like this was the hardest year i've ever had um i want to no, i mean to... i hope it is the hardest year i hope that doesn't <laughs> you know i hope this is it maxed out but no there are things like i said we'll never do these things again i'll yeah. you know just i'll probably you know never build another doll's house it was <laughs> I forgot you did that. <laughs> I did that. Imagine a whole house. So oh you know. Oh my god! Well, you just left that to the very end of the podcast. I mean, that's that. You should have started. Perhaps with that. I should also upload that to the socials because. Oh yeah, it's please worth do seeing. that actually. Um, um, but, uh, I. The... Yeah, go on. I was going to say I. I taught myself to shellac. My nails. You see all these things, you, you know, and we just have to remember them and and you know try and keep them up don't spend your money in a nail shop do it yourself mm-hmm. yeah i'll start exactly. an empire of dolls houses sure and sure you know off we go into 2021 yeah and i mean yeah, I just before... sorry and there's the really little things remember like the times that you had a dance in the kitchen or yeah. that you had a cry in the bathroom i don't know like remember mm. those things because really and truly hopefully we don't have to live through this again and yeah. so these are so unique experiences when we tell our it'll be our kids will say what 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 did you do yeah. in 2020 yeah. for the coronavirus yeah, yeah. and let's tell them we, something we yeah we we had a flat um in london that didn't have a, it was a top floor flat it didn't have a garden and uh my flatmate and I and it was really it was I think at the beginning of the first in the first lockdown at some point it got really really hot hot. and um we discovered that we could open a window and basically like it probably highly dangerous but um put like stack some chairs and the specific like tables and stuff from one side to the other because it was like six feet down like to get to this flat roof (laughs) And we had like a pulley system and we were, I mean, by the end of that lockdown, we were out there, we had blankets out there. We yes. would like, yeah, okay, we were covered in bruises from getting down, but whatever. You didn't see you anyone, know. so it doesn't matter. No. Um, and then from that side, it was really nice because we made friends with all of our neighbours that we'd never seen before. And yes. we were like shouting over, over roofs and and then like someone would be like, oh, listen to that song. And then everyone would be singing in the next garden and then... You know, there was all of that, that real sense of kind of... And of course, the clapping. We haven't mentioned the clapping. The clapping. The clapping and a sense the of NHS. camaraderie. I always find that quite a hard word, but yeah. I, to say, not mm. to do. And uh, I had one um, day, I just was... Uh, I'm on the third floor and I'm very lucky that I have a balcony, so mm. some outdoor space. And I was just looking out of the balcony and all these bubbles just went past my window like loads of bubbles and it's the little girl across the lane who was just blowing some bubbles out and I was like what a like magical little moment yeah yeah and it's like I think we all got we all felt I remember I remember I think it was at the end of the first lockdown and I was again I'm lucky to have a car and we my flatmate and I were like 
uh, let's get in the car and let's just drive somewhere because you know you forget that the importance of just seeing a horizon of any sort <laughs> like and so we drove and we went to Richmond Park and I remember getting out and like running and just feeling like this space we haven't had this space you know for so long and just I'm, st- I'm like so I desperately waiting for that moment because I haven't I haven't been mm. further than I can cycle which mm. is getting further so let's not be too sad yeah. about it but that moment and my mm. parents uh live in the countryside so as soon as I can go there yeah yeah ah. it was it was just amazing and then I remember coming down to Brighton again in between the lockdowns and not actually really knowing. And I think it was a friend of mine that said, I was like, I think I need to move out of London. I, I just, I feel like it's time. And she was like, I'll go to Brighton. And I'd only been once um, to do a gig. And I was like, well, okay, well, I guess we could, okay, I'm going to drive down. I remember sitting on the beach, just looking at sea being like, I want to cry. <laughs> See, that moment, it was yeah. really important. And it changed now where you live. Yeah. Changed. It showed you that you don't have to live in London. There's 100%. experiences everywhere. Although yeah. I would say, could people please stop moving out of London now? <laughs> Everybody move to Brighton. Um, okay, just quickly before we wrap up, could you give me some of your... Do you or do, or do, you do um, New Year's resolutions for 2021? Or are you someone who doesn't do them? I don't do New Year's resolutions. Mm-hmm. Because? Um, you know, we put enough pressure on ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Maybe this year is uh, yeah. a year to yeah. I agree have some with that. hopes. I, I don't want to... I'm just going to finish on this. I'm going to finish just by being really smug. I don't even care, actually. Um, I wrote down my first uh, intention, I'm going to say, instead of resolution for 2021. And I've just achieved it. So that's me sort of cleared for already. I I've assume you don't have to it. do anything. Yeah, okay. No. So. Oh, maybe I'll try and do that then, because that sounds more obtainable. One that I can yeah. achieve before New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah. And then you're fine. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. Well, check so, back in the new year, and I'll tell you yeah. whether I achieved that. Um, and in the meantime, do um, share with us any of your special occasions or hopes for the future. And if you have a burning question or something you'd like us to cover in the next series of The Prime Actor, please get in contact with us on uh, Instagram at The Prime Actor Podcast. And we're going to finish each week, each episode with a quote to motivate or inspire you. And this week it's from Turkish playwright and novelist Mehmet Murat Ildan. In the new year, never forget to thank your past years because they enabled you to reach today. Without the stairs of the past, you cannot arrive at the future. Yes. Thanks for listening. And if you want to learn more about the Anna Fiorentini Theatre and Film School, then you can head to their brand new website, uh, which is uh, afperformingarts.com. It's very shiny and new, and uh, you should definitely take a look. Uh, We wish you all a very Merry Christmas and a healthy and happy new year. And we look forward to seeing and speaking to you in 2021. Happy Christmas!